uh, on the top of Samachay Ahmed Aleph. And we're talking about things that she may, a woman continuing to talk about things that a woman uh, may go out with. So we were discussing in the Mishnah yesterday, we said she can go out with a Moichsheba Azna. She can go out with a cotton ball in her ear. Tell me. Okay. That the only way she's allowed to go out with it if it's tied onto her ear. Okay, it has to be fastened in a way that it's not going to come out. And then, otherwise, she might carry it. And that, that's the only way she's allowed to do that. Or with a insert, right? A, a insert in her, Dr. Dr. Scholl's insert, whatever you call those things, in her, you know, in her shoe. Again, it has to be tied in. It can't just be loose. And the pad for her bleeding. That it also has to be tied onto her body. That it can't just be a freestanding pad. Rav says no. He argues. He says, Even if it's not tied, She's not going to remove the pad from her undergarments and carry it around. So we want to know what happens if you made a handle for that pad. If there was some sort of base yad on it, um, so therefore it's not so disgusting for her to just take it uh, off. Right, she has a way to take, you know, she has a way to lift it without it being, you know, disgusting. Amarle mutter. He said, then it's gonna, be, then it's still gonna be mutter, even though it's possible for her to remove it from her undergarments with without it being so, um, you know, without it being so mice. Still, uh, it's mutter. It marnami amar If you made a handle. For the uh, pad, mutter, Rabbi Yechanan. So now, obviously, here we're going to talk about Rabbi Yechanan, Nafik, Bahu. He went out with it. We must be going back to the Meich Sheba Azna. Rabbi Yechanan, right, the, went with a cotton ball to the base madrash. The Chalukin Alav Chaverav. And everybody was up in arms. Okay, meaning they did not like the fact. We see here that even though we said Meich Sheba Azna is okay, um, so they didn't, they didn't like the fact that he went with it. Rabbiani nafik bahula karmelis. Rabbiani went out to a karmelis. The chalukan alav called doyre. Everybody argued on him as well, right? To go out with a cotton ball again. The cotton ball's purpose was to, uh, you know, catch your earwax. Ah, I remember Cheskel said that you can't, she is allowed to go out if it's tied. So the Gemara says like kasha hadamihadik hadamihadik. So therefore, we must learn that Rabbi Yechanan also went out with it stuck in really well. Now Rashi has two pshatim. Either it means both. There's two ways to learn this sugya now. Either it means that it was stuck in really well and tied, and that's the only way it's mutter. Um, or it's either or. Either it needs to be mihadig, stuck in really well where it's not going to come out, or it can be tied. Either one would be okay. And that's how we're going to understand why Rav Yechanan was able to go out with a cotton ball in his ear. The palpal with a woman can go out with a peppercorn, um, so she's chewing on pepper, or, you know, some salt. Papal, what's the point of papal? That was mouthwash. That was for a toothache, okay? It made her, uh, you know, it, it, it would make her, um, um, right, it would make her feel better, it would make her tooth feel better.
Um, a woman can go out with anything that's in her mouth. What are we? What are we coming to talk about? Zangvila, it's ginger, inami, diritzaina, or it is cinnamon. So things that taste good, right? A second candy of sorts. And we said that all these things are okay, provided that it was put in her mouth. Okay, um, it was put. It was in her mouth before Shabbos. But she cannot put it in her mouth on Shabbos and then go out with it because now she's caring. Okay, so these were things that were obviously semi-permanent in her mouth. Shane Teisfus, Shane Shelzov. So we said that's a false tooth or gold tooth, right? We had, again, we explained that in the Mishnah there were two ways to learn this. It's either two different things. Um, here the Gemara is learning it as one. Shane Teisfus, Shane Shelzov. That it's a false tooth of gold. Rebbe Mater, Rechachamim Oyser. And Rebbe says it's Mutter, and the Chachamim say it's Oser. Amar Abzeira. That this whole machlekes is only about a gold tooth, right? That looks different than the rest of her teeth. And therefore, we're concerned that maybe um, people will make fun of her, you know, because it kind of looks funny. If it's a silver tooth, that just has a grayish hue. And if it just looks gray, silver, so that doesn't stand out so much, I guess all their teeth were gray. Tanya Nami Hachi. Bishal Kasef Divir, I call Mutter. If it's made out of silver, everyone holds it's Mutter. Shel Zav, Rebbe Matra, Chum, Oisrin. Okay, Amar Abaya, Rebbe, Rebbe Eliezer, Rebbe Shimon Elazar, Kulu Svirlu, they all hold that the Kolmidi de Miganyobe, anything that she'll be, that, that looks, that looks uh, weird, right? That's a Gnu, that's Lignai, that looks, uh, you know, looks bad. She's not going to take it off. Rebbe Hadaman. Rebbe's here where Rebbe says that a gold tooth is mutter, even though it looks funny. Okay, again, we're not concerned that she's going to take it off. Um, Rebbe Yezer, Rebbe Yezer, like we've had before, Ditanya. Rebbe Yezer, Poiter Bikaveles. That was with the spice packet. Uvit Sluchishel Python, or with the. Um, vial of good-smelling oil. Again, we said that that was a woman who would go out with a spice packet and a good-smelling oil, somebody who had a body odor issue. It was used as deodorant. And therefore, she's not going to take it off. Since she's not going to take it off, so, uh, right, we, so we see this concept again that if it's something that's meganyabe, right, it's something that's, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it will leave her, um, you know, it, it'll, it'll uh, be a gnai for her to remove it if it's something that represents Gnai, she's not going to take it off to show people. It's like, hey, look at my spice packet. Look at my deodorant. Rishim and Elazar did. Yeah. Rishim and Elazar did Tanya. Klalam or Rishim and Elazar. Kol Shahu Lamatim and Asivcha Yitzibai. Lamalam and Asivcha and Yitzibai. And we had this Rishim and Elazar in the beginning of the parak that he said that when you have something that's under the Sivcha, again, it's going to reveal her here. So it's an, again, it's another, it's a gnai for a woman to go out with here that is uncovered. And therefore, he said that if it's lamatim and asivcha, then she can go out with it because she's not going to reveal her here. That's another, that's another example of a way that something that is a gnai for her, she won't come to take off and we're not going to be concerned. Okay, Zakta Mishnah. Yitzabasela, a woman can go out with a coin, Sha'al Hatsinas, that is on her soul. Okay, so this was some sort of they used it for uh healing. And we'll see exactly. Habanas Katanois, little girls, Yitzis Bechutin, they can go out with um 
strings. So let's say they had recently had their ears pierced, so they didn't have earrings. Let's say they didn't, or they weren't or they weren't up to wearing earrings yet. So they would go out with uh, these little uh, pieces of string. They could even have a little case of a splinter in their ear to hold, to make sure that the hole that they use for earrings doesn't close up. Those were the people from the Arab countries, the Arabians. They can go out wrapped. So they have, like, they have to, you know, the, the Arabs have this uh, head covering, whatever you call it, nakib or whatever you whatever you call them, right? They, they wrap their head covering around their head. So what we're saying is for, for the people in those countries, it was considered normal. And therefore, she's allowed to go out with it. Umidayas prufais, the Madai women can go out um, also wrapped in a talus. And the difference we're going to see about this prufais, because this word is going to come up, is the way they used to, the, the, the Madai, people from Madai used to do it, is they would wrap, they would have a head covering, and then inside the wrap, they would put uh, a weight. So it could be a rock or a nut or something that would uh, kind of hold. They would wrap it around that and that would hold everything tight. The whole Adam, and any person could really go out proof ice. We were discussing then, that was the normal way that the people from Madai used to go out. You can go out fastened, right? Like we explained, similar to this preface of the Madaya, of the Madai people, that you can go out fastened, you can use a button Right, use it as a button. Alo Evan, if it's a rock, alo egos, if it's a nut, Almadbeya as a coin, You cannot use it as a as a fastening device, Bishabis. So we'll have to explain that part of the Mishnah. So the Gemara wants to know, we said again, first first case is Yitzabitzinus. A, a woman can go out with a cella that's on the tinus. My tinus, bas ara. Okay, that is a wound that is under her soul, it's on the underside of her foot. Okay, so she would put a coin there. So the Gemara wants to understand, why would you put a coin there? Why would you put a metal coin? If you want to tell me, if it's hard, it will help with healing. So then, right? the Gemara doesn't like this coin thing. Using a coin for a fool, we'll see when it comes to the last case of the mission of the, pra- the, the, the Purfas, right, the fastener, that Madbeya uh, we have an issue with. So we're trying to avoid using a coin for this refua. We want to know why does she have to go out with a coin if it's something that's hard. So then let her use chaspa, let her use something that's made out of uh, pottery. Elamisham shuchsa. Because it's the moisture that, you know, if you hold a, a coin in your hand for a while, and you close your hand, it will, uh, it will sweat. So the moisture is good for the wound. So then if so, the abad latasa. So let's just have a metal plate that she can use to put under her soul. Why? Why do we? Why is she going out with a coin? Maybe you'll say it's the form, right? The fact that it has a, a form on it, right? Whoever the, whoever is uh, depicted on the coin, so that form because of the contours of the form is good for the healing of her soul. So the other la pulsa. So let her use a wood uh, coin that has a form on it. Amar Abaya, what do we see from the fact that it was specifically Matbeya? Shmamina kulu malunla. These are all helpful, meaning that it sweats, that it's hard, that it has a form, and therefore we can accomplish that with a coin. There's nothing else that really can replicate all of these uh, unique healing powers. Habanas yotzin mechutin. We said that the girls can go out if they had their ears uh, pierced, right? So they wanted to make sure it didn't close up. If they weren't wearing earrings, they would put a, a chut, 
a, um, a, a piece of string in there. Avu HaDashmuel did not let his daughters go out with chutin. Okay, that was one of the one of the things he was very very strict about. The other one was the He would not let his daughter share bed, share a bed. They couldn't they couldn't they couldn't uh, use the same bed as each other. The They would make mikvahs for his daughters. He would make a mikvah biyaminisan umafsi biyamitishrei and mats in tishrei. So we'll have to explain all these things. First, he would not let his daughters go out with string in their pierced ears. Aye, but the Mishnah says, The Mishnah clearly says that they may go out. So what is Pshat? He says, Those were colored chutin. They were very fancy um, strings that they had in their ears. And therefore, we now are concerned, since they had a nice color on them, they were fancy, we're concerned that she, he was concerned that his daughters would take them off and show them to friends. And again, like we said, anytime it's not concerned. So the Mishnah, when it said, you can go out with chutin or ke, or kesamim ba'aznehem, that uh, strings or splinters in their ear, talking about plain ones that you're not going to take off and show your friends. It's like, uh, it's like you know, sometimes you buy that, that shirt and they have cuffling shirt and instead of like real cufflings, they have like those fancy uh, fabric cufflings. So if it has just a plastic piece holding it, that would be fine. It's like the equivalent there. Anyways, he would not allow his daughters to share the same bed. This is a proof. Women that, um, that, that, rub, that rub each other, okay, because they like the way it feels. So, Sulais Lekuhuna, that is considered that they did something wrong and they would become puzzle for Kuhuna. So therefore, that must be why Abu Adeshmuel was very mocked by that his woman, that his daughters would not share the bed. Okay? And Rashi explains that that's considered that they're not a full basula. And a Kain Gadol has to be, we're talking about uh, Kuhuna is for a Kain Gadol, has to be a basula. And that if the women mess around with each other, then um, that is not considered a basula gemura and would be puzzle to Kain Gadol. So, so the Gemara says, no. Light, um, not true. That's not the reason. He doesn't hold like this, Rav Huna. The reason is, that they shouldn't be accustomed to uh, feeling another person's body next to them. And uh, he didn't want his daughters to get used to the warmth of another person. And then they would go and um, they would go uh, be with men, right? Because they became accustomed to, uh, you know, cuddling at night. And when they no longer had each other, he would go find the man. So that was the second, that was the second Takana for his uh, daughter. And the third one was, and So I have to explain here, in regards to mikvah, it's just a basic halacha, at least according to the uh, first way Rashi explains us, that we all know that if a woman, let's say she is tamay uh, nida, right? So she would have to, in order to be tar, she'd have to go to the mikvah. So there's, there's a unique din. When it comes to mikvah, there's two types of water that she can um, that she can bathe in, that she can go to the mikvah in, right? Either she can go to a mikvah like we have a bar, right? So there's a, a pit in the ground. Or she can go to the river to be tidal. But there's a difference, okay? The only time a mikvah in the river can be tidal if it's the water is zeichelen, right? It has to be natural water. And, and the water is flowing, but it has to be natural water, 
And as opposed to a bar is only is only with what's called ashbayr, and that's pooled water. Basically, what that means is that the uh, the in order for a woman to use a mikvah, that's a pit. It has to be rainwater, like we have. You know, our mikvahs are rainwater. Or she can use the river, and it cannot be rainwater because rainwater gets pulled into the river. It has to be a natural, a natural spring, right from from the earth. It has to be a natural water, not rainwater. So what what happened over here? He would make uh, mikvahs for his daughter. He would make pits in the ground for his daughters in the winter, because uh, in the spring. I'm sorry, Nisan in the spring after the rainy season, because the water. Would the the ice caps would melt, and the water or the rainwater would then flow down to the rivers, and the river was mostly at that point comprised of rainwater. And like we said, you can only use a river when it's natural water, and therefore he held that in order for his daughters to go to the mikvah, they had to go to a pit in the ground because all the water that they had available to them at that point it was rave rainwater. And um, like I said, a mikvah is the only one that works with ashbirin, pooled water or rainwater that gets pulled. So that's a proof to Rav. Rav says the following, the following um, statement: Mitra that when it rains in in Marava, right? It rains in Yushalayim. Sahada Rava Pras and Eretz when it rains, that is, um, it's 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 a testament. To the great, uh, to the to the great Nahar Pras. So what he's basically saying is that when the Pras River, right, and that's the river that Abu Adishmuel was living near, that was the river he had available. And what we're saying is, Rav held that the rainwater, that the the, the Pras, the Euphrates River, how does it expand? It's all rainwater. So since Abu Adishmuel saw that it's rainwater, right, it's Shmuel's father. Since it was. It was uh, rainwater. Therefore, he he held that it was not okay for his daughters to use that as a mikvah. As a mikvah, Savar he held that the rainwater al hazaychlin on the natural flowing water. Okay, and that's why he had to make them a mikvah in Nisan because in in the spring is when, like I said, the snow caps melt and all the rainwater or all the rainwater. It's the rainy season, right? And all the rainwater in the spring. Okay, Nissan. So um, all the rainwater, a lot of rain comes. It's a rainy season, and it flows into the river. And now the river is overtaken. Its natural water is overtaken with rainwater, and therefore it's not able to be used as a mikvah. And then what we're saying, Matzbiyim in Tishrei, that in Tishrei he did allow them uh, to use the river, and they needed mats. And the Gemara Nida discusses there that they used mats because so that it wouldn't be a chatzita, that the mud of the of, of the bottom of the river wouldn't be a chatzita. But either way, that's the point here. Upliga de Shmuel, and this avua de Shmuel, which we said Shmuel's father, who held like Rav that the Pras River is mostly rainwater, would argue on Shmuel. Upliga de Shmuel, the Amar Shmuel, Nahara Mikifa Mivrach, that the the a river gets um gets its water from its source. Upliga didei adidei, and Shmuel himself argues on a different member of Shmuel, the Amar Shmuel, and Amayim Etzaren bezeichlin, that the only waters that are zeichlin el prospi amitishre bovad, that you can't use a river except for prospi amitishre, which sounds like to use the Pras River in Nisan would be a problem because again it has too much rainwater. So uh, we have a steer in Shmuel, but either way we have an understanding as to why Abu Shmuel did not let his daughters 
use the Pras River as a mikvah because he held like Rav or like one of the ways of Shmuel that um, it was similar to that that uh, was, <clears throat> that the um, that the rainwater flew uh, would flow down to the river Pras and it would it was it was so rainy that it would overtake the the flow natural flowing water of the river and therefore it was no good for Tefillah. Okay, and then the last part of the Mishnah, we said two seemingly conflicting things. It said that the people from Madai can be proifrois, right? They can go out with this wrap, okay? And that we said the wrap was fastened with like a nut or, or a stone or, or a, a coin or something. And any person could do this. And then we said, so now it seems like two conflicting things. One says you can do it, and one says you can't do it initially on Shabbos. The Amrit Reisha, the Reisha said, Parfois, that you can wrap initially on Shabbos. So Amr Abaya, Seifa Asan Lamad Beya, that the whole purpose of the Seifa was a coin, right? And therefore, what are we saying? What we're saying is that a coin, so, so there's basically three things we discuss in the Mishnah. We have a nut. We have a rock and we have a coin. And these are three levels of things that could be potentially muksa. Now, a nut you have in mind to eat, so that's food. So therefore, you don't even have to have in mind at all. Okay, you can just go ahead and fasten with it. A stone is naturally muksa unless you designated it. Okay, um, so what we're saying is that for this parfois, since it's normal to use a stone, you can use it, if you had a, a, a stone for wrapping, you can use it even if you did not designate it. So both a nut and a stone, you would not have to designate before Shabbos. And then the, the case of the Mishnah that was saying the Matbeya, since you could use a coin, but the only way you could use a coin to wrap on Shabbos is if you were designating it ahead of time. And that's how the Gemara is answering that, right, in the first case where we said you can do it lechachilo, that's talking about wrapping like we said, there was like a counterweight in there that was used to tighten uh, um, the wrap. That was, uh, if, if you're using a nut or a stone, you can do it initially on Shabbos. You don't have to designate it. But if you're using a coin, that would have to be designated. Now, Baya, Baya, Baya asked the following, Shiloh. Once we said that you can use a nut, an, uh, um, an ego is a walnut, in, in this wrap, Isha mahushet ta'arim, can she cheat the system? The tifreif and wrap with this walnut, ala egois, right? So she's going for a long walk with her son. She knows it's only a matter of time before her son says, Mommy, I'm hungry. Is she allowed to wrap with this, uh, with this nut? We said you can wrap like a chile Can she, you know, wrap, use the, the snack as a wrap to help, you know, tighten the wrap? And then uh, when her son's hungry, she'll stop and she'll give it to him. So, Tiboy Lamanda Amar Ma'aribin. We can ask the Shaila, even according to the Manda Amar who holds that you are normally allowed to cheat the system. Tibai the Manda Amar ain't Marimin. Okay? Tibai the Manda Amar Marimin, that there's a machlaik is brought. What happens if your house is on fire? So, how much clothes are you allowed to wear out? Okay? We're going to discuss it in uh, another 60 days or so. That um, if your house is on fire, so you're allowed to wear clothes out. But you're only allowed to wear, there's a machlikis, are you only allowed to wear a normal amount of clothes? Or are you allowed to be what's called marim and cheat the system? You're wearing it anyway, so I'm wearing it, right? I mean, I'm wearing, lemais, I'm wearing. Well, if I wear 27 shirts, so I'm wearing. So, um, according to the man, the amr, it's machlikis. According to the man, 
and, and we can, either way we can address this Shiloh. When it comes to your house being on fire, if we don't allow you to wear all your clothing, the concern is that if we don't allow you to cheat the system and look the other way, you're going to put out the fire because you don't want to lose all your clothing. She's not going to go ahead. You know, She's not that committed. It's not like uh, her house is on fire. She's not that committed to getting her son a snack. She'll figure something else out. She'll stop at a neighbor's house or something. She's not going to violate an Isra Shabbos. So therefore, we don't allow the cheating. We're not going to look the other way. Maybe you can say that even according to the Mandamber, by the fire, that we do not allow her to carry the clothes out. Bideleka, hasam derech hitzabakach. Right? That's, it's, not, it's not cheating enough, right? Lamaisa, she's carrying the clothes out the way clothes are carried. In those days, like we saw, but the people selling sus, they would just wear a lot of clothes. So she's carrying it out the way you would normally carry clothes out, and therefore it's a problem. Since, she, yeah, she's cheating the system, but she's doing it in a weird way, right? She's doing it pro so we're not concerned that she is going to violate other Isurim of Shabbos, and therefore um, we will allow her to take out this, this walnut to her son as a snack in her wrapped head covering. Ama Shapir dummy, so maybe it should be okay. Teku, we don't answer these Shilas. Hold on one second. Sending out the uh, summary for today. So it was a smaller DAF, but it was action packed. So we started with, um, we said just to summarize that a, a woman can go out with a, a, um, a, a chut, right? A string in her ear. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, in, in, right, I'm sorry, she can go with a cotton wad in her ear um, to hold her earwax. We said if it is either tied or, we had Tula Shainis and Rashi, if it, is, if it is tight in her ear, or maybe it means not just tight, but it has to be tied and tight. And then for her insert in her foot, we said if it's tied and <clears throat> um, for the pad, Anita going out with a pad, we said even if it's not tied, it's still mus. And then we, add, and, and we said even if you made in a handle, even, it's still considered mus. She's not going to take it off and show people. Uh, she's not going to take it off and remove it, and therefore it's mutter. Um, she, we said she, a woman can go out with a pepper and with salt. To chew, you're chewing on that um, for uh, bad breath or to, uh, for her teeth. And anything that's uh, put inside her mouth, like we said, si- uh, uh, ginger or cinnamon. And we said, we said a machoikis. In regards to Shane shells up, what about going out with a false golden tooth? Rav Zera says everybody is going to agree that Kesef is going to be mutter. A silver tooth doesn't look so weird. Machlekes is by a gold tooth. Rabbi says it's mutter. The Chum say it's aser. Um, and then in regards to Abaya, okay, um, we said that uh, Abaya said that that this din of Rebbe, where he's going to allow you to go out with a gold tooth, that's an example of things. That are miganya, the things that are that 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 generally are embarrassing. Um, that she we're not going to be concerned. So we brought the other um, the other shitas Rabbi Lezer by Kaivelas by the spice packet and the vial of oil that were used for, as perfume. So she's not going to remove them because otherwise it'll expose her 
bad uh, odor. And Rishim ben Elazar, we wanted to say that anything that was below the Sivcha, it's going to expose her here. So they all hold that something that is a Ganai, she is not going to take off and carry. Then we move on to the next mission. We said that a woman can go out with a Sela. We wanted to know why Sela. We said because it is hard, it, it, it provides moisture, and it has a form, and those um, are all beneficial for her, so she's not going to take it off. We said that the little girls can go out with a Chut in their ear, or a Kesamim, right? So to hold the uh, piercing. Avu Adeshmol did not allow his daughters to go out because they had colored... Um, colored, uh, colored, um, what do you call it, uh, things, right, in their ears, and the colored things in their ears, um, they would show, they would show. And then we said, Avua de Shmuel did not allow his daughters to share a bed because, uh, they didn't want them to become accustomed to feeling another person in their bed, and they'll invite a man. And, uh, also the mikvah in Yemen Nisan, we said, so that he would not use the nahar because, um, Right? They would not use the Nahar in Nisan. They would not use the river because uh, he held that the rain, that the, that the Pras River got its increase in water from the rain. And now you have Ashbayran, water that's Ashbayran, and that does not work as a mikvah in a Nahar. We said that the um, Arabian woman can go out wrapped and the, the Madai woman can go out wrapped and any person can go out wrapped. And what we basically learned it was that you can go out wrapped on Shabbos, meaning you can use inside the, the head wrap you can use a, a walnut or an evan, or you can use a coin, but the coin you'd have to designate before Shabbos, okay? Um, and then we wanted to know, can she cheat the system to bring out this walnut? Can she put this, wrap this walnut into her head covering to bring it out? And we asked either way, even if you hold by Dleka Marim or Ismutter or Aser, either way, it could still be a Shila here. And we said, Teku.